0: The award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome
1: back to Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We're back at the Tennessee National Wildlife Refuge. There you go, Don. So, yes, uh, back here again. With Miss Joan Howe, and uh, she's the Refuge Ranger. I love that title, yeah. Refuge Ranger. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's going to be a fun show. We're going to learn all about this place today. Yes. Uh, yep. There's a lot going on behind us here. There's also a lot going on behind Todd in the in the, the studio side there, or the control room side of this uh, visitor center it's so much great. to see and do up here yeah. you really need to plan a trip plan a trip really and do. we're gonna maybe outline that today
2: yeah cool get
0: people Sounds out there. right that's great uh before we jump in don helping us spread the word is wnws in uh, in jackson we're on saturdays at 6 a.m there so uh, all right we appreciate them as well as all of our other radio partners and uh that's They help us get the word out, as well as the social side and everywhere else you might be able to hear us. Yes,
1: you can catch this show on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, Google. Unlimited. Wow, we're out there. (laughs) So, I don't know, maybe you said Alexa, play Wildcast. It might work, I don't know.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I have to try that.
1: (laughs) So, uh, anyway. Yeah. Appreciate our partners out there on the radio and and we're thankful for our social media platforms and ways to get the information out and uh, that's what we're going to do today share some information about the Tennessee National Wildlife Refuge and what all is here uh, to learn about and what all there is to offer here so Joan, do you want to introduce yourself again to the folks that may have not heard the first show? I'm Joan
2: Howe. I'm the Refuge Ranger um, here at Tennessee National Wildlife Refuge. I I work for the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Not the TWRA. Uh, Not the TWRA. So we're the federal (laughs) wildlife side of things. Um, And and one of the biggest things Fish and Wildlife Service does is we have national wildlife refuges. And they're in every state. They're all over the country. It is actually a system of lands that works together with each other for the conservation of, of habitats for our nation's wildlife. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we have uh, one of those refuges. There's actually seven uh, national wildlife refuges in the state of Tennessee. Okay. So, uh, we, and they're all set, different national wildlife refuges have habitat for different things. So maybe it's for an endangered species like Florida panther or Mississippi sandhill crane. Not
1: in Tennessee.
2: Not in Tennessee. <laughs> Maybe it's you know, uh, you know, for walruses or whatever. You know, no, so, not in Tennessee. But no. In Tennessee, uh, all seven of these National Wildlife Refuges are migratory bird. Uh, conservation oriented. So Perfect. we are, are conserving and protecting the sure. habitats for migratory birds. And mm-hmm. so, um, and as you, you know, migratory birds move up and down in in these pathways we call flyways. Right. So we are in the Mississippi River Flyway. We're, we're perched along, um, this refuge is perched along 65 miles of the Tennessee River. The Tennessee River flows eventually into the Mississippi. Um, so all seven of those national wildlife refuges are kind of in the western part of Tennessee because yeah. Of that Uh Mississippi uh, Flyway uh, uh, location. So, but we work all together. Um, All these National Wildlife Refuges provide these habitats all up and down the Mississippi Flyway for these birds uh, as they migrate because it's pretty important uh, habitats. Uh, we we focus a lot of our management here on wintering waterfowl mm-hmm. uh, in the winter time, and so um, those uh, waterfowl um, they need a place to stop over, rest, refuel. Uh-huh. They also do pair bonding okay. uh, in the winter time. Uh-huh. So when they to be a re- reproductive success, you have to have the little ducky parlors, you know, <laughs> for them to be able to have pair bindings before they return back up north um, where they usually breed up north. Um, we do have two species of water. Waterfowl that, that will actually nest around here, the uh, wood duck okay. and the hooded merganser. So sometimes you see that. But most of the other waterfowl will have already moved on back up north, looking for the great breeding spots in the prairie pothole regions up there. But. But um, we do have um, a lot of habitats, even though it's kind of focused a little bit on, on waterfowl. Mm-hmm. We have a diversity of habitats for a wide diversity of species. For instance, we have seen and found 316 different species of birds here on this refuge. Wow. That's in the state, if I'm not, if I think I'm correct, it's 411 species of birds in the state of Tennessee. Okay. So 316 of them are right here huh. on I've this refuge. In. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have 89 different species of amphibians and reptiles, 54 different species of mammals. But the cool thing also um, is about the fish. So 50% of this refuge is um, water. Right. Right on the Tennessee River. Uh-huh. And then we have these huge impoundments that we manage for the waterfowl. Um, but part of the refuge is where the Duck River feeds into the Tennessee okay.
1: River. Okay.
2: Wow. And I don't know if uh, folks know about the Duck River. The most diverse. But yeah, the most diverse, one of the most diverse rivers in the world yeah. and the the one river in the state of Tennessee where the full watershed is within the state of Tennessee mm-hmm. um, and right where that feeds into the Tennessee River is right on the Tennessee National Wildlife Refuge oh yes and um, once upon a time Dave Etnire he was a pretty famous ichthyologist from Tennessee Oh what? Uh, Dave Etnire no
1: what was he called an et-
2: ichthyologist okay so he the study of fish <laughs> uh, he did uh, he took his his group down here and he did an ichthyological survey that's a study of looking how many fish we have uh-huh. And he counted 144 different species of fish. Oh, man. So I put that into perspective for people. That is more fish species than all the Great Lakes combined. More fish species than the, the, all the rivers of Europe combined. Wow. Right here on this refuge. So we are wildlife-rich, diverse refuge so we're not only important for waterfowl and migratory birds but many other different species yeah that's great uh, here tennessee so. is a
1: special place
2: <laughs> it is a special place and it, it's uh, a lot of people don't realize uh, you know when they look for species diversity they may go to those think of smokies or whatever mm-hmm. but we have a rich species oh, yeah. diversity here in this part of the state of tennessee so yeah,
1: Yeah. from east to west. We always say this, but from east to west, Tennessee's guided got all.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's
0: awesome. And this education center where we're doing the show from today is is very special. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's active. I mean, you can hear the in the background. You might be able to hear a little bit of sound where, you know, folks are walking through. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. Because we're, take, we're
2: standing right here in the visitor. <laughs> there's folks that are visiting. Taking uh, it here. all
0: in. And uh, tell us a little bit, Joan, about... What, what all is available here well, for, for school field but trips? I, I, I
2: will tell you that we this refuge has been here for just over 75 years. We just passed our 75th oh, wow. anniversary awesome. um, here. About the time that uh, TVA created Kentucky Lake was the same time that the, they gave over key portions over to the Fish and Wildlife Service to be managed as a national wildlife refuge forevermore. Mm-hmm. So um, in all those 75 years, we always wanted a visitor center, you know, so we were really, hoping to be able to do that for a long time and I guess all the stars and planets lined up in 2014 (laughs) and we we got the funds to be able to create this uh, wonderful state of the art uh, visitor center right here um, um, in West Tennessee. Um, So in this visitor center um, it has got a large exhibit hall, Um, it has an auditorium, it has a classroom um, and it is adjacent to this beautiful bay of Kentucky Lake. It's just perched right on the edge. So there's a back patio. You walk out. There is your nesting osprey right in front of you. Yeah, the purple martins, yeah. the bluebirds are nesting, the phoebes are nesting, the, the tree swallows are swirling around. I mean, it's just all right here um, when you come to visit. So... Mm. You come and visit the building, but you, you certainly want to visit the right. refuge and see the real uh, right. reason why we're here. There's
1: a beautiful, rich backdrop right out there. Exactly.
2: Backdrop. Exactly. So what we are looking at in this this kind of little exhibit right here mm-hmm. kind of gives you a feel of what it like, kind it of almost is looks just like on this. the refuge. <laughs> uh, so this was uh, why we chose kind of this backdrop here because it looks a little bit like the refuge. Mm-hmm. But um, coming here to this visitor center, it is free to come there is no charge uh to coming here it is also designed to be very family friendly uh-huh. i mean adults love it but kids love it too yeah. and the most common comment we have after people have come here for the first time is man i gotta come back and bring my kids or my <laughs> grandkids or whatever yeah <laughs> so well, you, i heard you were already planning yeah. a trip to yeah. bring <laughs> your kids back here I have to um there is um, there is kind of a, an importance to tactile learning and and learning by doing so everything in here pretty much is you touch this or it starts when you walk in or you pull a drawer out or you so it's very interactive uh-huh. learning mm-hmm. uh, here. We have scavenger hunts we have all kinds of things and it's a lot of fun for the kids. even the floor is interesting. The floor yes. is like a diorama of a of a river and there are even dioramas in the floor. Right under So, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so it, it is a fun place. You can take a plane ride. You can go all night long in seven minutes. You can, you know, <laughs> uh, it, you can play games to learn sounds of animals. Uh, so, we tried to make this as fun as possible. And, have so much packed in here that you couldn't do it all in one trip mm. so if you come back I guarantee you you're gonna see something you didn't or yeah, do something right. that you hadn't done before so yep. it's a it's a good place to come multiple times right outside um, like I said the back patio is a beautiful um, uh, backdrop of Kentucky Lake but we have a nice demonstration pollinator garden mm. that folks can look and see look at some of our native uh, plants uh, out there and and there are a couple of hiking trails just really close to here here awesome. That have, um, like one of the hiking trails has a thing on it called Animal Olympics, and so there's all these little exercise stations. But they learn about wildlife and then they exercise like them, okay, like neat. they hang like a bat, or they hop like a frog, or they walk a balance beam like a squirrel, oh, cool. or jump like a deer, or whatever you know. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, they. We'll uh, hit
1: that up in a minute, Don. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we have a lot of a lot of stuff that's a really available and a lot of fun for folks to come here and visit. And
0: just so listeners know. Uh logistically where we are. We're we're fairly okay. close to Paris.
2: So we're fairly close to Paris. It's, it's technically located in Springville, Tennessee. Okay. But we're about 15 minutes outside of Paris, uh-huh. Tennessee. Um, really, really not too far from Paris Landing State Park. Right. So, uh, which, is, which is just adjacent to the refuge. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if any folks know where that location is, then we're just right down the road uh, from that. So um, we just invite anybody that wants to come here um, to to come but I will also mention that this is a great place to come for field trips and we have probably about a nine or ten I mean we've had them as far as Nashville come before but we have pretty much a nine or ten county area around Uh here Um, uh, Clarksville has found us Jackson's found us you know things like that so um, uh, that they come here for a field trip it is free To come here and bring your field trip. Um, uh, And we have a friends group that even has a bus grant. So they will help out with your bus transportation to
1: come here. So you can't make it
2: any better than that. Well, you'd
1: be surprised how easy it is. I mean, it's... A yeah. couple hours from Nashville. Yeah. That's not so bad. It's you know? really
2: not. We have a, there was a daycare or something that brought up kids and they, we huh. just had this. So, you know, it's an all day field trip, you know, they yeah, come up sure. here about nine and they leave about one 30 or so and they eat lunch here. They bring their own lunch and eat lunch here, but we are having them out in the forest. We're taking them down to the shoreline. We are collecting insects. We are looking through scopes. We are, you know, uh, having a whole <laughs> wide range. It just depends on the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's warmer, we might be in the water. Or if it's if it's wintertime, we might be looking at all those waterfowl that are out yeah. there, you know. So we, we pride ourselves in having a really quality, very hands-on learning experience here when they come uh, for a field trip. And it doesn't have to be public schools. I've had homeschoolers come here. Mm-hmm. I've had 4-Hers come here. I've got Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts. All that you're working on a conservation badge. What a great place to come to! There, yeah, yeah, right. you know. So Help we clean
1: up the trails, or and know, all they of have to stuff. just
2: do is contact <laughs> us, and we will set that up for them. Yeah. Um, but we also have, um, you know, just we've had. Church groups come here. We've had, you know, folks that just come that have their club or whatever come sure. here, and we will we will set up a nice day for them and, and welcome them and give them a nice program.
1: Well, it's fun so, and educational. I yeah. mean, it, it's just it's a fun experience, yeah. but you also learn a lot when you're here.
2: So we have um, different events um, uh, at this refuge. Unfortunately, the pandemic sort of got in the mm, way of yes. that, and we are still getting a little bit rolling, if so. But but for instance, the second Saturday in august uh-huh. um is hummingbird banding so we have cindy routledge from uh southeastern um avian research uh she comes and she bands hummingbirds oh, neat. and you can be as close as i am to you to a, to a little hummingbird you know wow. um and she does a great program in our auditorium and we have um uh crafts, we have games, we have food, you know, I mean it's just a (laughs) great day. So we have events um, that that we always have. We have a Facebook page and so folks can see us on our Facebook page as well as our uh, website. Awesome. Uh, So we would put all those events on there. But that would just be an example of one of them. We'll make sure
1: to to let people know about that and and, uh, we'll put the
2: information in the
0: comments so they can click on that and see that. That's awesome. And speaking of conservation and partnering with folks, Mm -hmm. I know our agency, TWRA, has partnered a lot exactly. with with you guys up here. The, I mean, you got the perfect spot to be able to do some uh, some training and some. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about what. So what's we been do.
2: Um, well, number one, national wildlife refuges are a great place for wildlife research. So a lot Definitely. of the TWRA comes and does some of their you know surveying. Um, universities also come here. Um, for instance, goose banding. They uh-huh. hold their annual goose banding. Uh, one of them right here uh, on this refuge yeah. here. Um, there. Is the Mallard Project, yeah. you know, the one that's kind telemetry of everybody project, telemetry yeah. project. Yeah. So they came and they they put some, and I believe they're going to put another dozen, you know, transmitters on ducks from found right here on this refuge, um, to add to that. So little so backpacks. there's a lot, yeah, little yeah. tiny backpacks. Which that's all really exciting. <laughs> um, really cool. here. So we we but but of course this place is uh, always offered up to our partners uh, to do all kinds of training. I think uh-huh. they've had waterfowl training. They got rocket net training coming up, you know, and different things that are that this place is going to be used for but but we do have a lot of conservation partners and we are happy to put this place to to good use mm-hmm. uh, for for either wildlife research uh, research or or to, to host a you know some kind of a
0: you know, I hadn't thought about it much, but you mentioned 2014 mm-hmm. grand opening right. here when Correct. the center and opened. You were here. I was here. here yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. You brought it, your big
2: trailer. And my yeah. wife
0: came with me, and she was so worried about that big trailer we were pulling the whole time. Yeah. But anyway, she had a blast. <laughs> yeah. She said, "I can't believe this place. This is so cool." Yeah. But anyway, uh, prior to having the visitor center, what was what was life like here on the refuge? Prior well, I to that? mean,
2: we we spent a lot of time <laughs> focusing on wildlife habitats. Uh-huh. management this is not a preserve this is a highly managed place there's a lot of stuff that you have to do to get the habitat ready especially oh, yeah. for the wintering waterfowl I call it set in the banquet you know oh, we yeah. got to have all that um, kind of ready so we focused a lot on that but you know when I wanted to have a group out here you know I had to I didn't even have a porta potty you know I had to <laughs> do it quick before somebody had to go to the bathroom so having this here now it just sort of completes that package oh, yeah. folks can really come here learn about all the great things this is a great place to come paddle to come oh, yeah. canoeing or kayaking and uh-huh. so you know come here and maybe learn about our water trails that we have around here um and 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 you know 50 percent is is in all these other refuges a lot of water yeah so where can i come and paddle in this area so they this is a great jumping off uh spot for that
1: so you offer that access can folks come and fish sure. off the banks here
2: yes i would say probably Half, at least, of our visitors are fishermen because, you know, we have 23 boat ramps, you know, on the refuge. We have, um, you know, all kinds of shoreline fishing. I had three people come in today. Where can I go fishing? I set them up, you know. Uh So uh, with all those diversity of fish, we got lots of great places to come fishing uh, on here. Um, And even though this is a refuge, there is hunting.
1: Hey, not us. waterfowl we were,
2: hunting yeah. but we do hunt things like deer, turkey, raccoon, squirrel um, uh, on the refuge so it is a tool to manage you mm-hmm. know uh, as recreational too but but we do have a lot of hunting and fishing but I'm telling you the wildlife photographers mm. the wildlife observers you know that kind of stuff is really taken off and they love to come here. Our Duck River Bottoms area which I consider kind of the heart of the refuge um, is one of these places where I don't care when you're there i mean the wildlife is happening oh yeah and you can just have great uh, pictures um, but i i do want to mention a really new thing that's happened yeah. here recently so about uh, and of course it got interrupted by the pandemic but we've had about three years of this thing called wings of winter birding festival So it is a wintertime birding festival. Usually they're in the spring Mm. or the summer or whatever. Well, this was in the wintertime when we are really happening. And in this area, not only is there two national wildlife refuges, Tennessee and Cross Creek's National Wildlife Refuge, we have a state park, we have a national park, and we have a national forest and WMA lands really close together. And they all have fantastic bird resources. So we kind of hold our hands together there and we put on a fantastic birding opportunity birding festival opportunity it's always Martin Luther King weekend and we have um, different buses going out to all these fabulous with with expert guides that take folks we have folks come that are brand new to birding we have folks that are intermediate expert birders they have one that's like they go from like early in the morning to late at night to see how many species they can get in one day Um, we have fun birding trips. There's one called Birds and Brew. So we have a local micro-brew and we have a local winery. Uh-huh. So they go and they, um, they go birding a little bit and they try a little local wine and
0: they there go birding go. <laughs> a little bit and try a local
2: beer. We're, we'll drive you. <laughs> and so, on the bus. yeah, so there's even fun, you know, uh, uh, things like that. So, um, and then we have world-class speakers come in here. So we had Richard Crossley. There's a Richard Crossley guide. Um, you know, we've had um, Scott uh, Widensall, which is one of the top researchers for owls. Um, Julie Zickfus. We've had these fantastic speakers come in. And so in the evening, then there's there's uh, oh, different programs that you have. And, uh, yeah. So That's Brian awesome. Fox Ellis has come in, and he's portrayed different characters, like John James Audubon, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Charles. Charles Darwin and, and that kind of stuff. And so, so we have these uh, fantastic birding experience. But then in the nighttime, you can go and and, uh, and listen to these speakers. Yeah. Scott was the first one that really told me about that telemetry stuff, whether you put on a, uh, oh, yeah. a, re- a receptor and then the, the, the cell phone towers, you know, pick it yeah. up. And so he was doing all that stuff with snowy owls. And it was it was just fantastic programs. Huh. So, so Wings of Winter Birding Festival. Are is, all these free? And actually, that one is not. Okay. So it is, but I'm telling you, it is the most economical birding festival that you'll probably go to. Okay. And it's a smorgasbord, so you can pick and choose. Okay, I want to do this field trip. I want to do that field trip. I'll take that evening. You can put together your package of what kind of weekend uh-huh. that you want to uh, go do. That's awesome. But it, we have made it as cheap as possible. And uh, we will drive you around, do everything. You just don't <laughs> have to do anything but just show up and just bring your binoculars and have a great time. So wow. yeah. That's so I cool. just wanna that is brand new thing uh that we've had on the horizon. Wow, that's Wings neat. of winter birding festival, Martin Luther King weekend. Um, that's
0: an easy yeah. one to remember because the uh, Sandhill Crane Festival, it goes on that same <laughs> weekend. You know? Yes, exactly. And I'm usually committed to that. So yeah. Uh, it, yeah. But we,
2: uh, we yeah, we who probably should have we probably uh, uh, worked on that. Oh, that's, but, yeah.
0: all right. that's all right. Hey, there's only so many weekends available. <laughs> well, there's available, also, you know.
2: Wheeler has a Sandhill Crane down in right. Alabama. Yep, and exactly. so we were trying to get it where birders could go from one festival to another. Uh, but, yeah. but we didn't
0: Make a whole weekend.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway. I did want to plug that. Sure. Just to make sure because it's brand new on the horizon and people maybe have not heard about it. But we have had people from about 20 different states come here uh, just in those three years and start learning about this. That's good. So this next this next winter, we will be picking that up big time <laughs> sure. and having um, a big, big burden year. Yeah.
1: Well, you mentioned that the visitor center is free of charge. Come on in, check it out. Yep. Are there any fees or, or permits to access the property? Uh, Just
2: the only fee we have is for hunting. There's okay. an annual hunting permit for our hunters. The rest of it is wide right open. open. You can Foot
1: come. traffic only, right?
2: Yes. You can come and, um, you know, fish or hunt, I mean, or, or, or bird or, you know, Mm -hmm. photography or hike or paddle or whatever, there's no extra fees for all of that. The only thing that I will mention is that the refuge is only open during the daytime. At nighttime, it's for the wildlife. Right? Okay. Yeah. So we kind of just say once once the sun's up, we're open. Once the sun goes down, we're closed. <laughs> yeah. We do also have a management style um, at on the, the refuge for our waterfowl. And there are some bays that we call sanctuary. November 15th to March 15th is sanctuary. Okay. So you can't paddle in there. You can't fish in there. Uh, different time. That's just for the waterfowl. That's not the whole refuge, but just key portions
0: uh-huh. of the refuge. Sure. that
2: are sensitive to the some of the that popular areas yeah that, exactly yeah. to try to minimize the disturbance uh,
1: well do you want to tease? A Little bit about the facility here, maybe, maybe it might entice some more people to come. I, I, I think the challenge tree is kind of cool, yeah. The challenge corner or challenge tree
2: challenge tree. So, um, we have well, like I say, we try just tried to make you know the, the kind of the vis- the museum you have to go to and you have to keep your hands behind your back. You know, <laughs> we want to interact with you, uh-huh. so we have the challenge tree, and so it is kind of a, a sample of a spring around uh, the forest. And there's a white oak tree, we that's one of our most popular tree uh-huh. in Tennessee, I think yeah. is white oak. Um, and so ringed around that diorama is 40 different species. We have 10 plants, 10 birds, 10 mammals, and 10 amphibians and reptiles. Okay. And we have a sheet that has listed all those species. So you have to find the bunny rabbit, go to the sign and read it. Oh, that's eastern cottontail. Find it on the mammals list and check off eastern cottontail. And so if they get a few checked off, if they get a good effort at it, we have prizes oh, for them yeah. too. Oh, well so I mean some people come here, adults too, and they will not leave that tree until they have found every <laughs> 40 them, species yeah, yeah. on there. And it's not as easy as you think. Uh. They're kind of hidden some, you know, some of them pretty easy to see, but some of them you, you got to kind of look for that little copse gray tree frog, you uh-huh. know, or that little skink, you know, down there. So bring yep.
1: the kids because they're at a lower level. They exactly. Just...
2: <laughs> so some kids want to do it all on their own. Some families just want to do it as a family group, you know, kind of thing. So yeah, but that would be uh an example but yeah. but uh, like a night sounds theater that um like i said goes through a night in seven minutes yeah and that there's a mother and she's explaining to her son all the sounds she hears mm. hear that honey that's a beaver tail slapping on the water yeah. you know whatever and whatever she's talking about kind of lights up in there so you see a beaver mm. and you see you know all that stuff and so that's a lot of fun and connected to that is a uh, is a game called what am i and so that is a is a t- screen kind of a big touch screen panel and it has a neat sound it'll come up a, a wildlife sound okay. and you have to guess what species it is and, oh, and, and okay. punch your finger on the fox or the owl or the snake or the whatever mm-hmm. you think might be making that sound and so that's a fun game so yeah. there's a lot of interesting uh Uh, 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 things you can do you can take a you can take a a flight over the refuge a flight in our plane here you can fly over the refuge you can hear about our waterfowl counts that we do in the winter time Mm -hmm. but you can kind of take an aerial tour of the refuge and get to go to all three of our units in about (laughs) seven minutes so yeah so there's a lot of fun things that you
0: can do we're chocked full this visitor center is so well thought out you know i've been able to, to walk through quite a few... Uh areas like this uh, in the country you mm-hmm. know and this is this is top that notch. is a
2: common comment we have. Very, very I've been top to a notch. lot of National Wildlife Refuge other visitor centers and this one's really cool yeah so we want to invite everyone yes. out there to come visit us here at Tennessee National Wildlife Refuge
1: yes come on out come check it out I'm going to come back and, and explore more bring the family bring the family you bring the
2: family yeah, yeah. yeah. So, thank you Joan okay great this has been glad fun glad to be here
1: we'll have to come back again sometime yeah. thanks for setting this up yeah, yeah. you yeah.
2: bet Yeah. You bet. Anytime.
1: And, uh, well, I believe that's it. This is Tennessee Wildcast. Keep uh, following us. Keep uh, tuning us in. And uh, uh, get outside and enjoy Tennessee's wildlife. We'll see you next time.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.